την κοινομονία. Και με το ταξί, και με το ταξί, και με το ταξί, και με το ταξί, She say you I cry because you are here today. Edo, welcome to another edition of the No Shoppers podcast. I'm all over the fucking place at the moment. I almost spilt my body with an aroma, went everywhere. I can have a little limni in here, man, for fuck's sake. I'm your host, I've got Roy here. Maxire. I'm right, man. Not, not bad. Could have been a lot better, but okay. Been a lot worse. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Okay. It depends how you see it. Glass half empty, glass, glass half full, and ducks, and ducks. All right, so we're going to talk about Omonia 1, Ayak 1. This is a game where many believe that we had to win if we stood any chance of challenging for the title. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. The moment Ayak won a goal up, my heart sank. And my heart sank not just because they were winning, not just because I believed that they were so defensively tight that we wouldn't get another chance, not that I believed that it was the end of the game. I, I honestly believed that that was it. If they won that game, I, I, I couldn't see us um, mounting a title challenge. Um, but before we talk about my opinion, I want to hear your thoughts on the game. Chris is about to join us. He's just left the, the Yiba though, so I don't know what his what his uh, connection's going to be like. Yes, sorry, Chris? Yes, as boys, bro. Hello, Chris. How are you guys? Jesus Hello. Christ. When you said you got a cold, I didn't think you'd be that bad. Bloody hell. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. how nasally you are. <laughs> how nasally. I also fucking lost my voice. Oh, <laughs> That's to be expected. I'm glad you fucking almost lost your voice. <laughs> oh my god! What do you think of the game? Well, this is this is what we're going to discuss, man. And I was, I was about to ask Roy what what he thought of the performance in general. I feel like Christmas. I live in Abyssinia. See, ah, the The lights are off, mate. <laughs> the lights are off. What <laughs> Can you hear us, Chris? Let, let me move him out of the way. Out there. You, you talk there. You talk. He can jump on whenever he's got, when he's got simmer. Okay, so basically, uh, today's game after yesterday's results uh, made it even more interesting and important for us to win the game. Uh, we've been saying this, that the fact that we stayed uh, behind in the opening uh, games of the season that doesn't leave us with a, a lot of options but to win games and even though we say we have to take one game at a time today's game was for six points 
And uh, for me, it was a one way uh, for us. If we wanted to narrow the gap between the contenders, yesterday was a game between the first and the third team, and today the uh, uh, second team versus the fourth team. Uh, I'm sure that Ajax is pleased with the point away from home. They keep the difference from us. Apollon's lost Tuaris doesn't sound that bad after all. And I think the Aris and Ajax are happier than what Apollon and Omoni are at the end of the day. Uh, the, the game overall, I saw Omonia try more after we conceded the goal. And it's something that um, annoys me at times because it happened before. It's like the fire stone goal on, as Pumen. We must come next if Musuman and be a bit more assertive and ask for something more from the game. I'm not going to say that we, we, we didn't approach we didn't approach the game not to lose. But uh, we tried to press high. We tried to attack. I thought you, you texted me. I thought we matched their energy level. Uh, even though, okay, at times they, they had a lot more passion and, and they were a bit more physical. You can see it from the fouls committed as well. Overall, it's not a bad performance that we had. Uh, but for a team that had to win, I think we we should have been we should we should have tried to to get the goals earlier. I'm not saying we didn't, but after we considered the goal, in, in five minutes we missed two chances and we scored a goal. So it goes to say that. You know, when you're at home and you need the three points, you should do more. This is my opinion. Yeah, the thing is, it was practically a tale of two halves. They did a lot more running. The players were moving into spaces or switching the ball more. Um, I think Ledes in the middle of the park was, for me, he was the man of the match. I think he was brilliant. Not just for the things that he did on the ball, but for what he did off the ball. Um, his positional awareness, a positional sense was brilliant. He occupied that space in between Jordi and Mix and Shepard and Foddy very, very well. And I think he was effectively their main focal point. And by that, I mean, even though he didn't do as much on the ball, what he was doing, he was occupying a space in the field which forced us to press a little bit higher to get our players further up the pitch, which then enabled Ike to put the ball forward. Um, and I, Stop, I think... Give me, for, oh, sorry, I, I think uh, Chris is ready, so if, if you want to... Let me add him on. Let me add him on. Yeah, sorry for that, yeah. man. But yeah, so I, I think, you know, first half, Ike were the better team, in my honest opinion. Um, they created more opportunities. They had that shot which went just wide, which took a deflection of Hubachan. Um and they gave us problems, as we saw with Uzoha at the beginning, where I think, was it Matt or was it Triskovsky that shut, that closed the ball down when Matt. it was, was Matt. Matt? Yeah. So they looked like the team with more verve. But second half, it's almost as if they were happy to sit deep and play on the counter-attack. And they did that quite well, in all fairness. But that was probably because in the second half, we were playing about 10 yards further up the field. 
Now, I don't know whether, to be honest, it goes back to what we were saying last season about how we play, especially in these derby games. First half, we're very, how can I put it, pragmatic in our approach. We're not gung-ho, we're not going for the throat. And I think that was a very wise decision, especially on our left-hand side there, right, because their fullback Rosales was causing us all sorts of problems. He was getting up and down the field. Um, Jan wasn't as incisive with his crossing. I think that's the, the, the accurate with his crossing. But as I said, second half was a completely different game. Um, we pressed more. We caused them a lot more uh, problems. Loizo had a very good game, I think, especially second half. Shehu was good in the second half. I think Foddy was our MVP. I think he was absolutely brilliant. Um, Johnny's had a couple of opportunities. And I know the first one people will probably say, oh, he, he should have scored. But if you look at the, the reverse angle, there's a lot of bodies in front of him. So for him yeah. to squeeze the ball through in between those bodies was was a, was a great opportunity. The second chance which he, he put wide, the ball was a little bit behind him. It got stuck underneath his feet. The surface wasn't great either. So he, I think he did well to get that shot across. Um, but you mentioned the fouls that Ayek were making. And to be honest there, I'm not here to stereotype. So please, anyone that's watching that's an Ayek fan or, or, or possibly Spanish, I'm not stereotyping, but that's a very Spanish thing to do, the tactical fouls. We see City doing it with Guardiola a lot. A lot of tactical fouls, a tug of the shirt, a pull here and there, a foul here and there. And in the second half, I counted seven instances in the last 20 minutes where they were, they were tactically fouling us to, to slow the game down, to, to stop our momentum. And I'm just going to say this right now. If and when Henningberg goes... Gadala needs to be the guy to come in because the style of play that I have with this team that we have, we, we destroy every team. We destroy every team. Now, this isn't a knock on Henning Berg because I cannot fault his tactics today. I don't think he did anything, anything wrong. Um, a lot of people were questioning his substitutions, questioning his system. As I said, first half, I didn't expect anything less from this team. I think we were solid defensively. We didn't, I don't think Uzo had a, had a save to make. I can't remember him having a save to make in the first half, unless it was a, a shot from outside the box, which he may have caught. Um, no, I think I had three shots, but they all went, all went wide. I think it was uh, Koran, uh, that um, left winger, the the Hungarian guy, Kruczko, what's his Kruczko, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Matt had one as well, but uh, all of them went wide. So, yeah, uh, uh, Francis did have uh, anything to do in the first half. But, okay, even though I, I, I agree uh, generally with what you said about the, the first half, I, I thought that there were times where we tried to push our lines up. I agree that Fordis was our MVP. I thought Marinos was good. He tried. Um, I thought in the back, Lang was very, very good. Uh, he defended really, really well. Shehu improved. Loizos tried, tried, but um, still he's... Uh, they shut him down. One or two players shut him down. He played a big part in the equaliser, though, man. He played the big Maxi, part. But he, yeah, okay, okay. I'm not going to take anything away from him, but I, I thought that maybe... He, he could have been substituted a bit earlier. Um, but like I said, the, the overall impression I have from, from the 90 minutes 
is uh, okay obviously we, we all want to win and uh, we were doing the math if we beat Ike and then Doxa and Ael and Apoel then it's going to be you know two points from the first position blah 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 but we've been saying that we have to take every game at a time yes we have improved the last month or so uh, but there's still a lot of work to be done and uh, I didn't expect us to play completely different football to what we did but I did expect us to try and score look at this Malaga look at this Malaga fuck <laughs> you Piss off, man. <laughs> I, I knew it. I, I, I had a feeling he was going to watch this stream. Don't worry, I've got you in shoot defense tonight. You and your fucking Eddie Howe. Don't worry about it. Yeah, text me something he doesn't like so I can send the message. Did Eddie Howe. Live? He just cuss Eddie Howe. He, he, just, he, just, he loves Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe's his best mate. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Um, <laughs> See now, and I forgot what I wanted to say. <laughs> well, last of all, you know what? I think the the one thing that disappointed me most was the manner in which um, they, they scored their goal. Because with, with this game, this this game in particular, I'd say seventy five percent of the second balls Ike were winning. Now that's not to say that our players didn't have the fight, but it's just that the positional awareness was it, it was tame and for the goal that they scored Mick should have got a lot closer to Mamas he should have got it much closer and I mean, actually it was a great strike don't get me wrong you know and Zohar maybe could have done better that being said again when the ball fell to the lad on the edge of the box you're thinking half volley hasn't scored all season come on man you've got to be doing a lot better to shut him down and, and at least put him off we didn't do that yeah I think that uh, who was it? Someone else took a shot, and the, and it was Hubo or Lang who who was saved it. And then it yeah, it was Tiskovsky had a shot, and then he bounced back. And okay, we should have done better. We should have defended better. I don't know if uh, Francis could have done a lot better, but that's it bounced on the floor before it went in as well, so that made it a bit more difficult. Again, there were bodies in front, so maybe Francis didn't have a good vision to see where, where the ball was going. But yeah, when they scored in the 78th minute, it, it always seemed like the team that who, who was going to score the goal was going to win the game. Mm. And the truth is, at that point, you're thinking, eh, fuck, you know? After we scored the equalizer, I thought that our goal was a bit lucky as well because Loizo didn't find the ball. Okay, it was a, a, bit, a bit lucky. But after that, we missed two chances. They missed one with Mamas, but Sometimes you have to risk, you know, sometimes you have to risk more. This is what I think. One point or zero points from the game, okay. In the at the end of the day, you're gonna count all, all points and maybe it will make a difference. Mm. But sometimes you have to be a little bit more no take take a risk, take a bit of a risk. I don't know how we could have taken a risk. But I think we we didn't do enough to win the game. If we were, let's say, three or four points 
from first position, I'd say, okay, I'm pleased with the point, blah, 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 and Daxi. But when you're 12 points behind and you're playing at home, you need to win the game. And, uh, okay, Ajax is a very good team, and Apollon's a good team, and Aris is a good team, and you haven't got the three points in the bag before starting to play the game. But... If I say I'm I'm happy with the draw, I'm not happy. I'm I'm, I'm not happy. Do you know what? I, th- I think there's, there's two things that we really really need to take into consideration here, right? When we went a goal down, as you said, I I, I believed the same. I thought there was only going to be one winner because Ike defended so well. But the one thing we've said about them all season, especially with with this is my podcast, defensively they defensively they switch off, especially their central defenders. And it's the old adage in football whereby if you score, that's the most dangerous time because the opponents are going to come straight at you. And that's exactly what we did. We didn't, you know, rest on our laurels. We, we went for the throat. And Foddy, while I get what you're saying in terms of it being a lucky goal, this shows the experience. And I'm going to give you an example here. There was one moment where the ball was hit across the face of the six-yard box and Guggle was about a yard away from it. Now, if he's a... 30-year-old player or a 28-year-old player or even Foddy, you're busting the gut to go for that ball or throw your body at it. He didn't do that. But this is youthful exuberance. This is the, the, the inexperience that he showed. And it's not a knock on Gago. I love him. You know, he's been, you know, one of our best players this season. And this is part of him maturing. But with Foddy's goal, that's experience. You just keep going for the ball. Just keep your eye on the ball. Just go for it. And that's exactly what he did. He, I don't know how much he knew about it, to be honest, because it, the ball came at so much pace, you know, and he's still running for it. So it, it could have gone anywhere, really. But and actually, he got a touch, ball went in the back of the net, and, and, and we're level. The thing is, there, there was one point in the game, it was, it was roughly about 20 minutes ago when it got really, really spiky. You know, when they had, I think when they had two players down and we carried on playing, and then he all kicked off and, and uh, Lundgren got sent off on the bench. You know, he, he lost his fucking marbles. He's, he's already a, a very, you know, uh, yeah, he's a fiery character. So something would take a lot for him to get, get, set, get set up. But um, that point is when I thought that's when we can win it. Because for me, no disrespect to Ike, they don't look like a team that have got the minerals for a fight. Do you know what I mean? And I've been saying this for weeks. We need cunts in this team. We need people that can, you know, get stuck in. And that's the point where we're saying, right, they're doing the tactical fouls on us, but we need to be more physical than them because they won't like it. And I thought, ah, that's that little spell where we could have really got at them, you know, whether it be challenges, where it be shooting from range, where it be just being more aggressive. We didn't do that. And I think that's the one thing that let us down the most today in terms of getting the three points. Because if we'd have done that, taking it to them, they'd have bottled it. Now, going back to what I was saying before, the other saving grace is that they've got Buffer next and then they've got Olympia Goz. They ain't going to be two easy games. And then after that, they've got the derby against Abolon. So those are three big games coming up. Now, we're 12 points behind them. I'm not saying that they're going to lose all three games, but if they drop points here and there, let's just say they get Bende, Bende out of those games, right? And we win our next three, Paradigma. Right? There we go. So it's like I was saying earlier, it looks like a bad point and it could be two points dropped because it was a must-win game, a six-point, as you said. But in the grand scheme of things, 
I don't think this is a particularly bad point. Sí, the, the way the product excelled, you know, the way the way things are going and the way teams drop points every week, uh, you, you you're not guaranteed the win against anyone. I mean, we we lost against Pike. We we lost four out of our seven games the beginning of the season. Um, okay. The, the the thing is that I don't see how the teams on top of us are all going to lose points and we will not. Okay, this is the this is the issue. I'm not saying that uh, we we can't beat games or other teams are not going to drop points, but the way the the league's going and the and the characteristic of this league is that all points lose and we've lost the points we were allowed to lose and now we're not allowed to lose other points. You see what I'm getting at? And uh, someone must uh, start taking Ari seriously as well because it's as if, ah, you know, Apollo always crumbles and they grab Yedes. Ike, maybe I'm going to see them after December, January. No one really cares about Aris, but Aris is up there as well. And even if we beat the the games we have in hand we still the best position we're going to be in is fourth even three three games after because the teams who are ahead of us are i don't know 12 11 10 points ahead of us so even if you do win the games okay you will narrow the point difference but your, the p- position wise we're still going to be fourth maybe with not so much difference from the other teams Okay, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm I'm trying to be realistic. Mm. Okay, oh, I, it's, I think... and it's a fair it's a fair point to make, right? Let, let's not forget. Mm. Ike w- were happy to come away with a draw. Not I'm not saying that they played for a draw, but if you'd have told him before the game you're going to come away from the Gazi B with a point, they'd, they'd have beat your hand up. Said fine, that, that's right. You know, we're level points now. Or no, they're one point behind Avalon, I think, aren't they? Are they a point behind? Ike, Ike. Uh... Yeah, because they'd have gone, they'd have gone to Singori if they won, if they won today. They'd have gone top, so it's two points. So, actually, it's, it's one point, and they still got to play our ball on. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big point for them. But I, I just think that, you know, given the circumstances, as I said, they're, they're a good team defensively. They get men behind the ball. I think, you know, as I said, the first half, they went, it was more like a 4-1-3-2 in the first 15, 20 minutes. They were pressing man for man. Um, <clears throat> as I said, Ledes was, was brilliant but second half, they stepped off us and I don't know whether it's because they knew that they couldn't maintain that level of, of continuity and pressing maybe because they knew that second half that we would take it to them and they, they didn't know and it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the season when I did say that Ike will be in and around you know, challenging for the title they don't have apart from maybe Triskovsky that he's, I think he's the only title winner in that team isn't he? And Agoram won the cup. Okay. The, the, so it's that the experience team. of winning titles. You Thiago last year. Yeah, well, Matt, there's a play. Thiago's hardly played, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt, Matt won the title with Olympiacos period. That was a long time mm. ago. Okay. But, but they, they have experienced players. Uh, I, I don't know if any of the signings they had, uh, if, if they had played in teams that have won titles at some point. 
uh, but okay, was it? I think the, the thing is also that uh, Olympiagos and Abuel drop points, and and it's not. It, it depends uh, what 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 it is we want. Okay, I I'm still saying that we want to defend that title. Okay, it's difficult. Let's be realistic. It's difficult. If we were 12 or 11 points in front of any team, eh, okay, we would have been saying it's for us to lose and we have to commit suicide and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, but now we're, we're sat behind. But it's not just we have to look on the teams who are on top of us, but also look behind our shoulder because there's also teams there that want to get our spot. And if we're not careful, we can be easily out of the top six. And I don't even want to think about that. Me, I'm thinking I'm fourth. And then I'm thinking how I'm going to be third, then second, then first. But, you know, if we got the two points, it's not just that we we're going to get closer to the positions up, but we we're going to distance ourselves from, from teams such as Olympiagos and Abuel. But it's been like that all season. It's been like that all season. And, you know, you said it yourself, teams are taking points of each other. So it, it isn't the point where you're looking at the table and thinking, and Ayak are going to run away with it. They're going to be levels ahead of everyone. You know, um, we, we said it weeks yeah, and weeks and weeks. Moment, these three teams, sorry, these three teams, Abolon, Ayak, uh, Aris and Ayak, Ah, <laughs> yeah, and that's it. But what After I'm trying 12 to say is game, 12 13 games to have 10, 11, and 12 points difference. It is they're, they're a league of their in a league of their own at the moment, yeah, at the moment. But what, what I'm trying to say is, you know, the, the next three games, and that's they got they got Buffalo next, Ike on the 20th, and then they ain't playing until the 4th of January. Now, when you're when you're at this stage of the season, granted, it's great to have those points in the bag. It's great to have that points difference. But when you've got the momentum and you're winning games, you don't want to stop playing football. You don't want to stop. And after the, the next game against Buffalo, which isn't going to be easy, it's going to be far from easy, especially where the Buffalo played against Abuel and the way that they won the other day against Ael. It ain't going to be easy. So let's just say they drop points there. Let's just, let's just say they draw, right? They're going to be thinking, shit, our next game isn't for another two weeks. So we need to have Christmas, prepare, and it's going to be like a pre-season for them. So they, they don't want they don't want to, to drop points against Buffer knowing that Christmas is, is coming and there's going to be a break. If they beat Buffer, <coughs> granted, they're still not going to want it. But at the same time, they can't be losing games and, and dropping points because when the season resumes, hey, everyone's fresh. We don't have Europe to worry about everyone's going to be back from injury, I'm assuming anyway. And the way that things are going right now, AFCON, AFCON might not even happen. So we're not going to lose Uzoha and, and Shehu. They also changed their manager, I think. I yeah, was reading some... their manager yesterday yeah. and um, yeah, I know who their assistant manager is. Mm. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, look, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm like I say, if we'd have lost this game, I'd have been like, "Shit, this is going to be done and dusted, man, for us." And I'm, I'm going to read some of the. Oh, I'm going to bring up some of the comments here. Um, you know, Del Nero's been very, very critical, and he's he's well within his rights to. Um, they scream that they wanted the double after the goal, and then thirty seconds later, got to my two points. <laughs> 
<laughs> and as Berg realised the obvious changes he has to do, so Lois or Shepard bench, Yordi up 60 minutes. If he doesn't understand these things, we're going nowhere. Well, I think Yordi was all right today, in all fairness. I think he was all right. I don't think he had a, yeah, had a I, bad game. I thought he was all right as well. Yeah. Uh, he was Berg, okay. Was, yeah. Berg was slow to react on the bench. Fair enough. Um, he, his changes could have been made sooner. But in all fairness, were, were, we, yeah. were, we, were we being tested in, in that second half to say that he needed to make some changes? I think it was great to see Bashiru back on. And I, I think, as I've said on numerous occasions, it's, it's imperative that we keep Bashiru fit because he's a fantastic footballer. Fantastic. He reads the game well. He's yeah. technically gifted. The way that he, he reads the challenge as well. There was one challenge he made where he conceded a free kick. And again, that seemed like it was more like a more like a tactical foul. But then, about a few moments later, Ike have got the ball in the box, and he's 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 chased the, the the forward, and he's wrapped his body around him and won the ball back cleanly, no problem. And th- these are the kind of players that we need. Disappointed from Hubo to that. I, Pedro, I, I, what what did he do wrong? I need to know. I'm not being critical here of your comment. I, I value your comment, but what what did Hubo do wrong today? I can't really think of any moments where I was like. What are, you, what are you doing there, son? Chepa had a bad day. Well, yeah, you know, he, he didn't have a great game. That being said, you know, um, were we doing enough to, to supply him? Were we putting balls in the box? Were we feeding him? It goes back to what we've been saying for, for weeks on end. If, if you don't give him the ball in the box, what do you expect from him? I think his hold-up play was good. His link-up play was good. The one criticism I will have, first half, he wasn't pressing high enough, but no one really was either. And the reason why they weren't pressing high enough is because, as I was saying before, when Ike had the ball between the two central defenders, uh, Letes was dropping deep, forcing one of our midfielders to track him. At one point, Jordi was looking at him and scanning the field just in case the, the, the pass over the top was on. So, you know, it was a very interesting tactical ploy from, from um, Gadala, and it, it worked a treat. Bad result. Hey, this guy, man. Fucking hell. Okay, let him express himself, man. <laughs> we need to get him on. We need to get him on the show. We need to get him on just, just to just to give us his, his point of view. My logic yeah, like, give, give him the, send him the link. I'll put the link. I'll put the link. We've got we got some time. We've got everything we're going on for half an hour. I think we were gonna do this for 45. So um yeah, let me let me put the link. We'll get some people on if they if they fancy coming on. I don't know, Nero. Come on. There we go. Here's the link in the comments. If you want to jump on. Do you, okay, do you want to do you want to talk a little bit uh, individually about players? Or, or let's take it Uzoho. Did he do some? Okay, you said earlier that maybe he could have done a little bit better at the goal. I thought that ah, don't you want London Bello? Let's have a look. What's this? Yeah. I feel the need to address an issue. Okay, go for it. It feels like our players taking cards so easy on the other up. Oh, you mean? Uh, yeah, I think I know what he means. Each uh, today, huh? but but oh, there should have been more I, for them. There should have yeah, been more for I, them. I committed, I committed nineteen fouls, and we not we nine. Uh, I, I, get, yeah, I, so, I, I get what I get what the six is saying. I guess that's Roman numerals. 
<laughs> for example, Lang did one foul and got yellow, but Mamas could either have four. Yeah, but th this is what I'm saying. They were yeah. they were tactical fouls there. They weren't jumping. They weren't. How can I put it? They weren't blatant cards. But it's the persistent fouling, and I think that's one thing that differentiates the Brothelima and other leagues. Say, for example, La Liga, Serie A, the Portuguese league, the Greek league, Super League, the Brothelima. You can get away with these tactical fouls because they know that a the referee is going to see it as a non, as a nothing challenge, so you're not going to book them. And B, unless it's innocuous, uh, sorry, unless it's not innocuous, they're not going to give the card. But this needs to be addressed because it's the persistent fouling. And as you mentioned, you know, my mascara. I think even um, Agoran, Agoran gave away three three uh, free kicks, and he did get booked for the second one. But you know, anyway, anyway. We need the number 10. Transition could be better and Shepard is very limited. Forward. See, Chris, we spoke about the number 10 issue. What what game was it there? Was it Aris? I can't remember which yeah, game it was. We so. went into great detail about the number 10. But here's what I will say about the number number 10. Aek don't have a number 10, but in transition, they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant in transition. Why? Because they spread the play. They get their fullbacks involved. They get their wingers involved. And the two central midfielders, one of them hangs, sits back, and one of them gets involved in the play. So it's their system. It's a systemic thing. It's it's not to do with having that number 10. So that's just my thing. Um, Babu Lizwa, player, me for MVP. And I, I agree, he was our MVP, 100%. Yeah. But guys, it's not the first game this season that we see that. Yeah, you're right. It isn't the first game that we, we've seen persistent fouling. But... Who's going to address it and who's going to do anything about it? We're not going to do anything. As much as we can kick a scream about it, like Mora, and throw our toys out the pram. Anyway. Mix for this and Johnny's top. The defenders are back to their known level. Mm. Um, what is Johnny's net? Defenders, yes. Mix. Defensively, I think he did well. He intercepted the ball a few times. I thought that... Maybe I would have put Bashiru in a bit earlier, maybe give him 20, 25 minutes rather than 10, 12. I don't know if it was a matter of physical condition, but on the other hand, he did play against Kairat uh, midweek. I would do, have do you, added... think Mix has, do you think Mix has done enough to earn a new contract, though? Do you think he's done enough? Um, not for me, not yet. Mm. I, 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 would, I would wait towards the end of the season... Don't get me wrong. If someone renews his contract, I'm not going to be what the fuck are they doing. Mm. On the other hand, I'm like, okay, I, I like Bashiru a lot more. I think Bashiru, if they renew Bashiru's contract, I'll be very happy mm. because I can see in Bashiru someone who uh, we are missing in the middle of the park. He He's on a different level. I, I think if he stays healthy and he has a preseason... He's going to be, if not the best, one of the best midfielders in the league for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's signed for two the years, way, so he's there for next season as well. Yeah, so the way he reads the game, the way he intercepts the ball, the way he he protects the ball with his body, his experience, he he can play direct, he can go up front, he can pass. He's, he's uh, a, a luxury for us. Uh, Mix and Jordi... Uh, together, I think sometimes they they slow down the game. They're I don't know. Okay, 
I don't know. I I would uh, wait. I would have to wait and see. There's a I'm question here. It says, um, do, do you think uh, you will see Mix's potential if he plays alongside Bashiru? My, my answer to that is no. And I'll tell you why. I don't think Mix does enough in the final third. Um, he doesn't... Now, and people are going to get at me for this one, but he isn't as creative as Yordi. Yordi can get... No. No. So, I, look, if... if you know, for me, if you're looking long term, Bashiru and uh, and Humber, that for me. Uh, well, I would say I, I would see Mix as a number six, Bashiru as a number eight, and Fortis as a number ten. If you're going to go with that, yeah, if you're going to go with that, yeah. But like that, the, the the other thing which no one's really touched on, in fact, no one's mentioned, Eric came on. And he didn't really have that much time to, to do anything. Um, can he play as a number 10, maybe in the, the second half of the season? Is that an option? Is that a possibility? Listen, okay, we, we, we've, we've mentioned before that uh, it depends. Uh, when we say a number 10, what, what do we mean mm. a number 10? What's the characteristics we, we, we expect from a number 10? For example, since the beginning of uh, uh, three years ago, when 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 Berg came, the, our number ten was um, that co Colombian guy Ortega. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he and he was the closest to a number ten as we know it. Not in modern football, but like an old school type of number 10 where he's in the middle of the park. He's a bit skillful. He can play one touch. He can uh, cut the ball through the middle. He's got a, a bit of skill. Okay. Then the next number 10 we had was Thiago, who ended up playing on the left. And Eric played that role. And then mm. it was 40s. So it, they're not really... Uh, when when a lot of people say number 10, I think they've got it com confused in their head what it is that they want from a number 10. Is it like a, a Sangoy, uh, like Sangoy who played for Apollon? Is it like a, a, a Nuno Assis? Is it like a Tudic? Is it like a Mikhailovic? I'm, 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 I'm is it like Zahid? Is it like an Ogriasvili, but rather than mm. playing on the left-hand side, he plays in the middle of the park? This is the thing. I think for me, um, for this is good, but obviously he's, he's not at an age where he can play 90 minutes all the time. Today, I think he was one of the best, best game, uh, maybe his best game with Omonia. And he had a lot of energy and you could see how he asked for the team to push up in the first half and press from, from high up. And uh, he did a lot. So for me, a, a younger 40s, is good enough. There's a lot of talk about the substitutions and the changes. And um, the, the one thing I will say, and hindsight is such a beautiful thing. Has anyone taken into consideration that we've got another five games in 20 odd days, 18 days, however, however long it is? Is it four or five games? 
So we've got, hang about, we've got Loxa, Ael, Shitbags, and then no one until Buffer. So between the night, eh, between the nineteenth and the twenty-sixth, it's three games in, in three games in seven days. Ah, twenty-second, nineteenth is Loxa, twenty-second is Ael, and twenty-sixth is Abuel. Three games yeah. in seven days, Rigumbare. So perhaps, perhaps he's thinking and actually will. Not that we're happy with a point, but we haven't lost this. We don't need to, you know, break our balls. We've got three games, nine points to play for. You know, locks are not in good form. I think they're losing to Anofis, if I'm not mistaken, at the moment. Um, Ael, poor form. And then Abuel, who, let's be real, they might have some injuries going into that game, especially if they need to play the, the same lineup. You know, Lucas Sosa's been their best player. He's not playing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying... And if Kvili Dyer's got COVID, doesn't he? Yeah, but okay. So he'll be ready for he'll be ready for the twenty sixth. But you never know. Okriaz really might get injured. Nadel might get injured. Okay, our players might get injured as well. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but he's probably thinking, you know, three there's, games in seven days, man. There's two more games before the Abel game, so let's just take it a game at a time. The reason we need double Ted is mostly to have a player between the lines that can be direct. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But the thing yes. is, when you have a number 10 that plays in between the lines, you need more from your wide men. You need your wide men to be making those diagonal runs. Mm. Simara, yeah, jo- Johnny was loads. doing it. Yeah, but, but the thing is, he wasn't doing it enough. First half, he wasn't doing it enough. And this is the thing, you can't stretch the game if you've got a number 10, especially when you've got one forward. You mm. need your wide men to be, to be tucking in as if you've got three up front. And you need your fullbacks to get forward. And there's something I'm going to say now, which might upset a lot of people. And listen, this guy, I love him. You know, I've, I've got nothing but love for him, nothing but respect for him. But Jan's crossing recently has been poor. Now, I don't know whether this is a confidence thing or whether he... Okay, today I know that Ayak were doubling up and it was difficult and they had bodies in the box. I get it. I'm not here to, to slaughter him. But something needs to improve, and that's his crossing. Because defensively, he's been brilliant. Mm-hmm. The only thing I will say, he almost cost us a goal when um, Mamas had that shot that went wide because he cleared it on the on the byline and he went straight to him. So again, I don't know whether this is confidence, whether it's tiredness. He played against Kairat, didn't he? So yeah. perhaps it's time to give Kiko another opportunity. I don't know. But you know, I'm not saying that you know. Let's see, actually, shit. I'm not saying that at all. But I think that I, I think it's the, the last season. His performance last season set the bar very, very high. Of course, and, I agree. I agree. But what I'm saying is, his crossing today was poor. Yeah. That, that's what I have yeah. to say. Yeah. Apart yeah, from that one ball yeah. across the box when when Gago could have gone to it. Yeah. In fact, he did play very... a part in the goal, didn't he? Though, did he put the ball in the box? Yeah. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take some of that back. I'll take some of that back. Let's have a look. In simple words, we're not missing a number ten when Foddy's plays. We need a younger Foddy, more fresh, or one just a replacement for him because you can see when Foddy goes out, we don't have anyone. Agreed. Yeah. Opens FM loads database. Fucking hell, right? <laughs> fucking football manager. Bella man. We need someone like Firmino. 
Yeah, but don't forget, Firmino doesn't get enough goals, even though he, he contributes a lot. That that's the, that's the problem, you know. When you have a player that contributes a lot off the ball but doesn't get enough goals, he's going to get shit on. <clears throat> um, his crossing weren't bad. Ike defended very well. That so yeah, that you see, this is what I'm saying. They they got men in the box. They got bodies behind the ball, but his accuracy wasn't great. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, I'll put the link up, but no one wants to join us. And we've gone on for 45 minutes. So shall we give... Uh, let me put it on one more time, yeah? And um, while I give people the opportunity to think about whether they want to come on, um, let's talk about the next three games there very briefly. Um, are, are we are we looking at, you know, three very difficult games, obviously, but are we looking at the, the potential to close the gap? Can we get nine points out of nine in these games? Well, listen, as I've said earlier... Um, last year when we were in a similar sort of position we, we made uh, an amazing run um, but I don't know if uh, we have the capability this uh, season to repeat it there's more teams on top of us and um, even though we have improved defensively, I can't say that I see the same improvement uh, going up and creating. Uh, if you're asking me if I, we can win the nine points out of the three games, my answer is yes. But it's going to need uh, a lot more effort than what we have put so far. And we will be playing with pressure. Every, every week we've got the pressure, even the games that we have in hand. It's not points in the bag. It's 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 a lot more pressure. At least I, that's how I feel it as a fan. Um, it's doable. It's it's uh, difficult but realistic to ask for nine points from the three games. And uh, like I said, if if you don't get nine points out of the next three games, then I think we should uh, start thinking about what our targets are uh, for the rest of the season. En Orea, hay más tendencia positiva, tipo de energía the transfer window a little bit differently as well. Yeah. Do you know what, to be honest, I think if they kept on Sim Tandy, they would have won the game. Mm. I think they would have um, won the game. Because the goal came from that side. Mm, possibly. 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 Yeah, I think he's a really good player, but actually, okay, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You don't know. Right. Uh, Mystic Stell, right? I've got the lottery numbers and everything. Everything. Right. I don't think anyone wants to join us. So I think we should wrap it up. If we don't win the championship, it doesn't mean that Berg has to go. That's how... Well, yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I don't think... 
any one of us will say that Henning Berg has to go if we don't win, um, <laughs> if we don't win the league. I think because we've had such a topsy turvy season, Philemon. I think it's it's just been one of those years where listen, the, the opening Bendexia of the Mothers, it killed us with the injuries, with the fatigue. There's so much happened off the field as well. You know, we spoke about it it's at great length. And you know, all the time it was, oh, you know, we miss Lufna, we miss this, we miss that. And we're starting to get some rhythm now. So I I, I can't turn around and say that this team isn't going to challenge for the title. Yes, we're, we're a long way behind, but there's still so much football to play. There's still so many points to be gained. And this, is, this isn't just for us, it's for everyone else. Teams are taking points off each other. Last night, Olympiagos almost got three points against Abo and Daxi Abo scraped the point. It worked out well for us. Buffalo got a good win against Ael. Ael have been shocking this season, but again, we've mentioned them in the past. You know, Abolon, look at how, how they've been stuttering recently. So I, I don't, I'm not turning around sitting there thinking, yeah, you know, we're, we're definitely going to go for the title. But I'm saying it's not impossible. There's still so much football to be played, man. So, and that's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Let's just wait and see if it is. One game at a time. Just one game at a time. At the moment, we're sat fourth on the table. Away from the first three positions, Isaac, Petitina, Karabakh, and Pedro Luz. The coach is not using one, they should have. Okay, I, I have an answer for that. Um, the beginning of the season, when uh, we, we faced some difficulties um, amongst the reasons, was the fact that we didn't have. Uh, the starting 11 players who would manage to gel and, and play as a unit. And uh, I think one of the reasons we've been playing better the last three, four games in the league and a couple in Europe is because we found the these starting 11 players that have been playing together. And yes, uh, some players did play in Europe and they proved themselves good. And I also believe that Today, maybe if, if we had put in some fresh legs a bit earlier or some players who are a bit more, you know, assertive, aggressive, direct, like Zahariu, maybe, like Bashiru, even Dura, uh, you know, I, I would have put them on a, a little bit earlier rather than, you know, 10 minutes before the end. And I can understand what you're saying, but, uh, you know, when we didn't have the opportunity to play the these players... And we were complaining. Now that we have the opportunity and we are trying to play, because you have to get a momentum, they have to gel. And now that they've gelled, this team seems to be good. Okay, granted, uh, I want them to create more. I want them to be faster. But, you know, three years later, uh, with, with Berg, this, this is Berg's football. We, we don't play sexy football. We don't play fast football. We, we are very... Um, tactically orientated, defensively disciplined. We are a conservative team. We are slow. We, we, we fear more to lose a game rather than get excited to win it. This is how I think we describe a team, but it, it's with this uh, recipe that we managed to win the title, you know? And uh, just something else I'd like to add. When we had uh, Yannis Anastasiu on which uh, 
بکنم Wednesday. Wednesday. Upload it's, up, Wednesday it's uploaded. It's just scheduled to be released Wednesday. It's being released at eight o'clock in the morning. So oh, the moment, okay. Or should, should I change it for a bit earlier so people can watch it on their way to work? No, I was going to say put it in the afternoon better, but anyway, it doesn't yeah, matter. Uh, yeah, what I wanted to say is something different. Uh, when he left Omonia, he said he had differences in their philosophy and their approach. Uh, between him and Larku. So he wanted to play a more uh, epithetic ombolosteron, barabano pies in bupsila, grammes, jogliores, whereas Larku was a bit more conservative, a bit more defensively orientated. So, um, you know, th th this is what it is. And, and even uh, Anastasiu said that at the end of the day, what Larku said worked because obviously gave the, the league to the team. So, okay, I, I personally would have preferred to see a team play a lot more aggressively and faster and dominate games. But on the other hand, uh, I, I wouldn't want to see Berg go because he's done a lot more than just give us the title. It's the, the DNA, the mentality, the way he works foundation, with the young yeah. foundation. He's he's for for me he's uh, one of the most important uh, managers ever to step foot in in this island. And yes, granted, his tactic his tactics is not you know he didn't bring he's not a pioneer in anything as far as his, his tactics is concerned, and and he's quite you know predictable at times and slow. But he he's he offers so much to the club and. Okay, so yeah, I, I think um, I don't know whether it's just a, okay. It's a mentality in football, and it's happening everywhere. I'm not just saying it happens in Cyprus, but it's ha happening everywhere, everywhere now. Whereby, if the style of football isn't what the fans want to see immediately, it's oh the manager, oh the manager, oh the manager. But the proof is in the pudding, and we said this. I, I think I can't remember which episode we said this, but. His first season, had it not been for COVID, we'd have been official champions. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure Matt would have got his hands on the title then. We won the, the league in his second season. And this season, all right, we've stumbled a lot, but we're still in and around it. It's not as if we're 15, 20, 25 points behind. After the Anoftosi game, when we lost 1-0 against Bayek, people were saying, he's done. He's lost the dressing room. And we were saying... The players don't look like they're not playing for him. It's just not going right. So we just need to be a bit more patient. And once again, even if we don't win the league this season, he's got enough credit in the bank for another year to say, right, we know where we've gone wrong. We know where the, where the problem lies. We'll fix it. Yep. And, then, and think about it. The amount of shit that's happened off the field with a potential takeover, with Larko, with... Um, you know, the, the, the strength and conditioning coach leaving with a new guy coming in with the injuries, with with, with the fucking pussy in stopping the games, you know? <laughs> We've got Mother Nature and the Pope stopping us from playing football. What more? What more is left? So, listen, you said it last season at one point, it's only going to get worse before it gets better. You said it this season, it's only going to get worse before. We've done that. We rode the storm. So, again, um, here we go. I can't at the moment, guys. But a lot of respect for your podcast. Another day we'll talk live. Thank you, Philemon. Thank you very much. Appreciate your uh, your input. 
Um, sorry, guys, I know you love him, but Shepard's a liability. His pressing was lapsed today. He was constantly five feet away, which he should have been, and he was unable to score. Um, okay, well... What's I, his I mean, name? What's his name? I, I think he sent us messages on YouTube as well, and I like his messages, but I can't tell what his name is. He sounds like, a, like a Norwegian fighter or some shit. Like a, <laughs> a <foreign laughs> I don't know, maybe it's like a, a PS5 username. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. Berg's fault for not putting a partner next to him or further up for him, but we directly need... This, see, this is the thing. We, we've spoken about this before, and again, it, I hate to sound like a broken record, but obviously Thiago not being here has has uh, affected Shepard's game. But in earnest. In earnest, but Shepard's role has changed. He's not that killer. He's not Thali, you know? <laughs> He's not Thali. He's not going to be in the box uh, constantly. He wants to dri drift, drop deep, to take the ball out wide and get other players involved in the game. And I've got no problem with that. So, I don't know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see there being a problem. Um, but... Obviously, him not scoring goals is be becoming an issue for the rest of the team. That being said, it's only a matter of time before he does get that goal. And when he does get that goal, it's not going to stop. So, uh, I'm, I'm... actually, for, for it not to stop, we have to, we have to play a different style of football. Uh, another thing we had to mention, because we mentioned that uh, Jan's uh, crosses to, to that were a bit poor. Set pieces. First half, two two chances created. The one that hit, hit the bar, and uh, the other one that you know, I think it was one from from Jordi and the other one from uh, Johnny Please, when yeah. mix mix touched it, and then no one put a head to it. I think it was forty first, and then behind it was Chepa. Again, we've we've mentioned how important it is when when we are unable to create in open play, uh, how we should take advantage of the set pieces because we do get you know, set pieces, whether that be a corner or a, a free kick. So we have to take advantage of that. Uh, what you said about Chepa, unless we start playing a different style of football, I don't see how Chepa will start scoring more goals. Uh, this is my honest opinion. Yeah. Well, Christmas is coming and um, we've got a special podcast plan, don't we? Yeah. We just need to confirm the time. It's not going to be live. It's going to be recorded. But we're going to have some fun. And if, if we can get it right, shall we tell him who's coming on our, our podcast? Shall no. We shall we just wait? No, no. We no, won't no, tell him. No, no. we've, we've, got, we've got someone planned to come on the podcast. And I'm really looking forward to it because it's going to be one Megalin Chofta. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. But it's Christmas. And once what, we we can, yeah, go on. what we can tell them is that he's one of the funniest guys ever. So we away. can give I that. Think it away. <laughs> I think you're giving it away. But we, we've got this person penciled in. We just need to arrange a time to do this because obviously I'm busy, Roy's busy, Chris is busy. But when we record this podcast, it, it will be one of the funniest shows you will ever see from us. I can guarantee it. And um, I've got a Christmas jumper as well just for that show. Oh, it's, it's Santa dabbing. I've got, I wore it last year, but I'm going to wear it again. I don't care. I don't care if it's too tight. I don't care. You're so last year, man. I'm so 2020, man. I'm so 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so 3008. You're so 2008, yeah? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Philip, it's been a pleasure again. Wrap it up. Pum, pum, pow. Do you know what pum, pum means in Patois? I'm not going to go into it. We can't say that. <laughs> anyway, guys... 
you know, the result wasn't the one we expected. Um, we all wanted to go on to the next uh, three, four games and, and win. Jena Kondepsuen oson Barabano Yinete. Στο τέλος επιάσαμε τον βαθμό, έχασαμε τις ευκαιρίες μας μετά. Αλλά όπως λέμε πάντα, ασχέτως του αποτελέσματος, πραβλεύουμε κάθε παιχνίδι έναν προς ένα. Έχει ακόμα πολλά παιχνίδια να παιχτούσουν. Σαν φίλοι και οπαδοί, πραβοδεικνύουμε γιατί είμαστε διαφορετικοί πολλούς τους άλλους και είμαστε πίσω από την ομάδα μας. Όσο χαρούμενοι ή λυπημένοι, στεναχωρεμένοι ή θυμωμένοι μπορεμάστε. Ε, όπως είπε και ο Στέλ, έχουμε τρία ή τέσσερα παιχνίδια στο τέλος της χρονιάς που με τις κατάλληλες προϋποθέσεις και με τις κατάλληλες αποδόσεις και αποτελέσματα να ξανά ευθουσιαστούμε και να μιλούμε διαφορετικά. Ως τότε πάμε στη λακκαμού, εγώ θα σας αγαπώ και μη σε νοιάζει. Έτσι. <laughs>